welcome. This is Mibbit Marketing and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. What's the best way to draw attention and increase engagement on your content? Well, I am going to answer that question today. In fact, you may already know because of the title of this podcast today. We are talking about hooks and how to help people get more engaged with your content by using them to draw attention, slow the scroll and help people notice what you're saying and doing on social media. Hooks can help you increase your ability to impact the people that you're trying to talk to and get them to stop and pay attention. We're going to cover the three types of hooks or main categories of hooks today, share with you underneath that some different options of ways that you can create hooks, and then I'm going to share with you some of my favorite hooks that I've been using on my video and my content. I have been going on a journey myself this year to really focus on improving my own content. As someone who's written for years, I'm a bit lazy when it comes to writing content, and so I'm trying to really develop in these areas as well. I would love it if you come along and listen with this journey as we share together. And as always, please come and be part of our MyMapit Marketing group on Facebook. The link's in the show notes if you've got questions coming out of this episode. I hope you enjoy this time with me, Rachel Clavey, your host on episode 43 of Mappet Marketing. Hello and welcome to the Mappet Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Claver, and today I'm the guest. And today we're going to be talking about something that I have personally been working really hard to improve on in my own marketing. And I know that a lot of my clients and people in our Mappet Marketing group get really confused with, so I want to help you today. We are going to be talking about something I probably should have done right at the beginning of this podcast, and that is to use a hook. What's a hook? Right. Let's go through and explain what it is first before we go through and explain how to create them. So we need hooks. We've always needed hooks. They're something to capture someone's imagination. And in old school marketing, we used to be able to say that if you're doing a speech or you were telling a story, your hook could last maybe 30 seconds. Um, in an opening paragraph of a blog, your hook potentially could be a whole opening paragraph and not just the first sentence. But our attention spans are getting shorter. We're using shorter form video, shorter form content. We're using shorter bits and pieces to really capture people's attention. So now we normally say a hook is a three second moment for you to capture the attention of someone in social media, to slow their scroll, scroll, help them pay attention and get them focused on what you're doing. A hook is a piece of content that is riveted and incredibly interesting to your ideal client and if we want them to listen and understand what we're doing we need to hook them in first before we do everything it's unique it's designed to ensnare and trapped and it's to help people stop pay attention and listen to your content it also helps us to get people interested enough to capture their interest for the stuff that they might not normally read or want to understand. And so there's lots of ways that we can create them, and we're going to go through a few of those. 
But first I want to talk about the three types of hooks. There's three core types of hooks that we can be doing. And these ones can be used both in video as a spoken video thing. You can also use them by creating um, a visual representation of them. If you're doing video, you can use them in text. If you've got like a carousel post or single image post, you could actually use that as your hook. You could use it in the caption. However you need to do it, these are the different things you can do. So the first one is, you can just summarize or have a synopsis of exactly what people are going to expect when they read the content. Um, this one's one that I quite liked because I'm a list maker. So it could be like five ways to pay attention to this podcast. Um, or it could be three things that you're going to learn from this podcast. Or it could be five things you must do for um, if you're using hooks. Um, six hooks that you can use in your marketing message. All those different things can be part of that idea. So it could be that or it could be this is the one thing that you need to learn about hooks if you're going to use them in your marketing. So it's really about exactly promising what information is going to be there, or it could be, here's one thing you need to know if you want to get people to pay attention more to your comments and your content this year. Then we can have other areas. So we can have things around the pain point or things around the pleasure point. So if you want people to feel better about watching your content, then this is a great podcast for you. If you are feeling stressed and upset about the way you're doing your content because no one's paying attention, then you need to listen to this. If you are struggling with um, understanding how you're going to make people really engage with you, well, then you've got to do this. So, so it's empathetic. It speaks to the pain or pleasure point. And so that could be part of it. Or it could be curiosity. Um, I did this actually in the weekend. <laughs> I had a nightmare. Uh, the nightmare was this. It was not very nice. So I've had maybe over the course of my life, I've had maybe eight or nine dreams where I was a was a killer. Um, they're even nice dreams. They're normally horrific. I wake up and go, oh my gosh, did that really happen? And then I have to remind myself that, no, I did not kill a random person who came to my house. That is not true. But I've had a couple of dreams like that. And I... I had this nightmare um, on Saturday night. We were going through um, a storm and in real life it, while I was sleeping. And I had a nightmare that um, my, my subconscious turned eight of those dreams from my life into one big dream, a mini series, if you will. Um, and I created that. So I wanted to tell a story about that for a video because I'm practicing my storytelling. And my hook was, how do we feel about serial killers? Now, obviously, I'm not a serial killer. Um, I was actually just talking about dreams. But that hook captured people in. Um, given curiosity is really useful. So, it could, But it could also be things just like... Um, you know, if I knew this one thing, um, I would have made it, it would have changed my life. If I had known about how to make this one hook, it would have completely revolutionized my business. Or it could be something like, um, how different would your life look like if you did this thing? Or um, I need to tell you that this confession, I've, been, I've got a confession to make about what I'm doing. All of these things are really good ways of striving that curiosity or, oh my gosh, you cannot believe the thing I just discovered. These are all ways to create curiosity. So you want to have a mix of them. The synopsis, which is just basically telling people what they're going to get from this, like a specific clear idea. One is that empathetic, like getting people and understanding that people are with you on the journey and helping them understand that you understand it from an emotional point of view, either from a great or things that might be like, a most unbelievable feeling when you really understand this principle 
or curiosity. So giving some people an idea around what they're doing. It could be a controversial opinion too, in terms of those curiosity that can work super well as well to get people engaged. So you wanna think about what those hooks are and you normally wanna put them in those three areas. And then you can think about um, ways that you could also create those. So one of the easiest things that you can do is you can start with a question. So what sort of questions should we use? Well, what I recommend you do is you go to answersocrates.com and you just put in a, a little uh, keyword about your niche and it will come up with a whole lot of questions that people are asking on the internet about that topic. Um, obviously, there's other ways to do SEO research. I've done it on YouTube and on Pinterest and TikTok where I'm actually researching and finding what questions people are asking. But you can just do that on there and create a whole list of ones. I did it around several areas of my nation, got pages and pages of questions that people have asked. And you can physically ask that question in the video. So you could say, so exactly what is a personal brand? Well, thank you very much for asking. That could be a hook or you could have the hook written in visual picture up the top with what is a visual brand and then you could answer the question so your hook doesn't have to necessarily be spoken it can be seen on there or you could create a post with um, what is a what is a personal brand and then have a range of carousel posts for it or you could have it in the top part of your caption and have the answer in the single image all of those things are using that hook to grab the attention of people so you could ask a question Another option you could do is you could start with a problem. You could think about a problem that someone's already got. So they might have a sore back and you could say, have you got a, do you get a sore back when you've been sitting for too long? Now that's a question, or you, but you could actually phrase it in a way that is around a problem, or you could say, sore backs cause problems and this is why. So that might be another way you could do that and talk about it. I get pulled into those all the time. I often have, you know, tight shoulders from poor posture and I watch a lot of videos. If they say, if, you're, if you've got tight shoulders, this is for you. I go, I want to watch that video or I want to read that information. So you could have that information in there. A third way to create it is to do a surprise. Now you can do this um, really well just by sliding into a scene. So if you're videoing by jumping into the scene or moving into the scene so that it it's comes unexpected, using transitions um, that, that surprise people, those sort of things can hook people in and keep, keep people watching. You can also do it by just saying something completely outrageous if you like. But surprise can actually help people stay engaged and give you something unexpected or help people pay attention. You might want to start with a polarizing opinion. That's number four. Um, you could try with a polarizing opinion. So you could have something like, um, I hate turtles and this is why. A friend of mine, Harrison, likes doing, I hate pineapple on a pizza. A lot of people agree with them. I happen to not agree with them. You might also agree with them. And, and it's okay, we can still be friends. Um, but that can also be an effective way of doing it is you could just actually have um, those different types of them on there. Or you might want to have, inspire with a quote so you might say you know Thomas Jefferson said that Rachel Plava is um, silly when it's six o'clock in the morning that could be a quote that you could start with I'm pretty sure Thomas Jefferson didn't say that but you know that could be another way that we could do it so you can use the different those kind of inspirational things and and information to get that attention in and to get that interest in as we're doing it you can just wow with a cool fact. Um, that could be the sixth way is you could wow them with a cool fact and get people to really pay attention. So you could say 97 people, 97% of people agree that people with glasses are more intelligent. Like that could be a cool fact that you go, wow, that's, that could also possibly be a polarizing opinion. 
but that could be a fact that you share. Um, it could be a, a fact about um, something that you do in your business. You could say, you know, did you know that such and such bone is the smallest bone in the body? And this is how you find out whether it, you've got that bone. You probably do because we all have the same amount of bones. So you could have all those different things going in. And then number seven, you could start your whole thing with the word imagine. Imagine this and set it up. Set up the idea. Imagine a world where all the flowers were blue. Now, I can't give you that whole world, but here's a way that you can turn flowers blue. See how that's interesting? And you think, oh, I want to use, I want to listen to that. Or imagine a world where dogs didn't exist. Well, that isn't so here, but I'm going to tell you the story about a village in India where that happened. Um, that is a true story, by the way. Um, Google the, the story about the monkeys and the dogs. It is an incredible story. It's a bit sad, um, but the monkeys actually got rid of all the dogs in a village in India. So that's worthwhile listening to. Um, so you could use it that way. You can have an imagine, start with imagine, or you can just give us a listicle. Again, one of my favorite things, that's that whole synopsis one. Five things you can do here. Three things you can do here. Ten here. That's the idea of a carousel post, things that keep people scrolling. So like, this is so much great information. And a lot of listicles are very savable and shareable because they give people um, content that's unique and interesting. So those things are not only great for pulling people in, they're also great for retaining information and also great for helping people share that information with other people. So that's a bunch of different types of hooks for different content. And they are super useful. Um, you can also use, um, you know, different ideas around. So those are common hooks, but you can also think about ways to um, pull that in, in other ways. Um, I love using secrets. So sharing secrets is great because people are like, I want to know the secret. Um, you can arouse the curiosity. You can share brand new stuff that they don't know about yet. Um, you can incite fear, but, you know, I try not to do that too much. I think that can be quite negative. Um, and I do very much like using numbers and hooks because I do think that we will then tend to watch or read something because we're waiting for all the numbers to come into play. Um, you know, I, I once wrote a book with, um, I wrote a blog with 37 points, so popular because those 37 points, you're going to read all of them just in case number 36 is the one that you needed. So that can always really help. So when we're looking at our hooks, there's, there's a whole bunch. So I'm going to give you just a couple of hooks that you could try. Um, and I'd love to see you try them and let me know if you're using them in your socials, you know, at me um, on Twitter. I'm, I am Rachel Clava. You can at me in there um, on Facebook. I am at Identify Marketing or I am Rachel Clava on there as well and I, or on Instagram. And Identify is um, our name on Facebook. So if you're using them anywhere, I'd love to see them. But try using hooks to see if they work in terms of engaging your audience. We want to get people interacting better and they really do help people slow um, the scroll, become more engaged, and they help people respond to your messages much better. So I'm going to give you a couple that you could try. Um, so you could try this one. I am going to need you to listen to this because it's a great hook. I just used a hook there. I am going to need you to listen to this because... That is such a good one to start with, especially if you're doing video because it creates that intensity. You could use, oh my gosh, I just learned this and I have to share it with you. I use that quite often because I'm always learning and I get very excited and that works out super well. 
here's the one thing that I learned about such and such. Here's the one thing I learned about hooks that would surprise you. You can use one hook that works really well over and over again with a whole lot of different content. If you find one that works really well for your personality, use it again and again with slightly different topics. Do you get stuck when, if you get stuck when you're creating content, try using a hook. Do you get stuck when you're using a hook? That's another one stuck. Do you get stuck when? That's a great hook to use. I need to spell the secret on this. I need to spell the secret on hooks. If you want some great hooks, it can be quite hard to find specific ones when you're searching online. So what I really recommend you do is listen to other people's videos. And when you've noticed that you've listened to the whole way through, go back and watch again and write down the hook because you can probably use that hook or modify it slightly to make it work for you. It's a super little trick. If you want to learn how to do this, I'm going to show you. That's such a great way. Like immediately it's filtering out all the people who don't know how to do that. For example, I'm going to teach some people how to use um, a cool little animation in Canva. Want to learn how to use this animation in Canva? Keep watching. I'm going to show you. It's an amazing way to get people engaged. And you know the people watching are the people who need to see that. Breaking news. My most viral video on TikTok used breaking news. And I'm a bit mortified because it wasn't the greatest videos, but it worked. Breaking news works great for updates, especially if you're up to play with different things. So you can use that. Nobody wants me to tell you this. Nobody does want me to tell you this, but that is the beginning of a hook. Nobody wants me to tell you this, but hooks will make a, such a difference to your marketing. These are all great ones that you could use. 10 pieces of, of, of advice I would give my former self if I had known. Five pieces of advice I would give my former self if I had known. What a great one to do, especially if you work mainly with people who need past future Rachel or future you. Um, you know, if I'm working with people who uh, um, I'm taking them through exactly the same journey, if I was working with other marketers, that would be a great way for me to start a video. So if you're working in a coaching system for people who um, are going the same journey you are, what a great way to start a hook. Life's been better ever since I remembered that I needed to start wearing earrings when my videos, I haven't done that today, but you can use life being better than ever since. Um, you could use, here's what I would do if I was starting whatever your niche is from scratch. That's such a great one to do because it really helps those that are beginners feeling like you remember what things are happening, following and go through it. So that's a really useful one. So I really like that one. Um, and I also like, I have a confession to make because you're sharing trade secrets that might be able to help people. Um, and those are really useful ones. So these are all different hooks that can help you create different areas and, and get, get attention um, if you've got a favorite hook that I haven't mentioned I'd love to know about it so please you know when the podcast comes out um, if you're sharing it please share a hook um, and otherwise you know give hooks a go of course your con the rest of your content has to be great it has to be useful it has to deliver on the promise of that hook but that hook will be enough to get people continue to read a little bit further and not pass it by. So you're going to get a more of a chance to get people to pay attention to you. This year, pay more attention to writing better hooks, creating better hooks, create a few that you like, work through a few different ideas that you've got and really use ones that work very well for who you are and your style of business. 
I'd love to hear some of your favorite hooks. We're going to start a list of them in the Mind Effort Marketing group after this podcast comes out. So come along into that Facebook group. The, the link is in the show notes and you can actually create, come with us and we'll brainstorm a bunch in there. I'll create a whole bunch and line of stuff that you can use in there that you can try. Um, I'd also love to see examples of what you're doing in there. And if you've enjoyed this and you found that this was really useful for you in terms of your marketing, please do subscribe to the Mapit Marketing Podcast. And I would love it if you just spent a few moments reviewing this episode or the podcast in general on your favorite podcast platform. It helps people trust us more. It helps people pay attention to what we're doing. And it helps me know that my work and this time here is really resonating with you and it, it makes me work better for you. So try some hooks, try different types, see what works best for you and come along to the Mephit Marketing Group and see if we can create a big list together of other ones that you can try. Have a great week. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.